Welcome to the Haynes Report. I'm Carol Haynes. In this segment, we're talking about why state bans and flipping school boards won't stop critical race theory. Well, my recent article published by Texas Scorecard has alarmed thousands about the federal funding of critical race theory, sometimes called CRT, in public schools through the American Rescue Plan. In their panic to get rid of the federal funding, people are turning again to state legislators for yet another bill and to state attorney generals to enforce current state bans. Parents have organized to flip school boards, yet these are not the solution. Bans have been passed by a number of states yet are being ignored by many. The powerful NEA Teachers Union is funding lawsuits to shut down CRT critics. Emboldened teachers are publicly declaring their right of freedom of speech to teach whatever they want without parents' knowledge. Some states have penalties for violations of their CRT bans, while others, like Texas, have no enforcement mechanism at all. In Texas, my home state, CRT is banned only in social studies classes at this point. Flipping school boards is also a futile activity because the local trustees have limited authority to make substantive changes. I predict that in the end, critical race theory will follow a path similar to that of Common Core. There's a historical parallel for my prediction. Four states, including Texas, refused to adopt Common Core. Our legislature in Texas banned Common Core but without an enforcement mechanism because what is taught is legally under control here. As a result, the national standards slipped in the back door and into some of the state's curriculum standards. Common Core is found in both public and charter schools as well as in some private and religious schools under various names, including career and college standards. Despite a public firestorm when student activity performance spiraled downward after the implementation of Common Core, the left-wing curriculum standards were not abolished at the local or state level. Instead, they were codified at the federal level in the Every Student Succeeds Act, sometimes called acronym ESSA. Although touted as ending the draconian No Child Left Behind and returning educational to the states, ESSA actually submitted federal control or influence. Not only did ESSA codify Common Core, it changed the primary purpose of education from academic to social and emotional learning. And this, again, we call SEL for short. Government schools are using progressive methods, including SEL, to instill a new value system, including socialism, population control, radical environmentalism, LGBTQ+, social justice, anti-Americanism, anti-Christianity, moral relativism, and Marxist ideology. Let's look at the origins of SEL because the public assumes that SEL is just the latest education fan. It's not. Psychologists as far back as the early 20th century were tinkering around with children's minds trying to figure out how to condition them for specific behaviors. Colleges of education are especially fond of teaching about Pavlov's dogs to show how children can be trained like animals to obey commands. John Dewey, the Dean of American Progressive Education, believed the classroom should be used to manipulate the minds of children for social and political change at the expense of academic learning. Dewey was highly impressed with Soviet education that trained children to live and work in a collective society. 
He introduced similar techniques in American education to train students for the workforce instead of providing a broad academic education. The progressive buzzwords have become mainstream in public education. You probably heard some of these. Group work, collaboration, group consensus, and problem-based learning, better known as PBL. SEL was key in Mark Tucker's plan to centralize education and change it from academic to workforce learning for a nationally planned and managed economy. His German-based master plan, which was laid out in the infamous Dear Hillary letter, was implemented by Goals 2000, the School to Work Act, and the Workforce Investment Act. After decades of this socialist-style education, the American workforce has gone from being the best educated in the industrialized world to the least well-educated. There are SEL connections to occultists. The term social and emotional learning was coined in 1994 at a meeting hosted by the Fetzer Institute that was founded by the New Age guru John Fetzer. When Fetzer was obsessed with Alice Bailey, the controversial occultist and organizer of the Lucis Trust, Robert Mueller, former Assistant Secretary General of the UN, authored the World Core Curriculum that introduced students worldwide to occult thought. A member of the Lucis Trust, Muller's underlying philosophy was based on the teachings of Alice Bailey. Well, let's look at SEL and federal programs. It first gained a foothold in federal law in the 1990s with President Clinton's Goals 2000, which were designed to change student attitudes, values, and beliefs. States had to adopt the statute's national education goals to get federal funding through the Elementary and Secondary Education Act, and that you normally hear is ESEA, with the, authoriza- with the reauthorization of ESEA in 1994. The federal government now required state curriculum standards and state curriculum testing. This opened the door to more federalized control of education through No Child Left Behind, Race to the Top, Common Core, and Every Student Succeeds Act, or ESSA. SEL was key in every one of these that I've just named. Clinton's Goals 2000 was reauthorized under President Bush as No Child Left Behind, which with his heavy-handed federal intrusion included mental health grants for young children. The Obama administration allocated more than $150 million in mental health grants to test and collect and collect personal data of K-12 students. Under Texas Governor Abbott, mental health clinics have been added to public school campuses. Now we're seeing govern, government taking more control with these vaccination clinics that are rising up on campuses. The Every Student Succeeds Act, or ESSA, which replaced the No Child Left Behind, provides numerous opportunities for SEL funding through these titles, Title Number 1, 2, 4, 6, and 8. State pre-K standards are frequently aligned to Head Start and the National Association for the Education of Young Children, and that is called NAEYC for acronym. They have politicized practices that use critical race theory terminology for these young children. So through Head Start and NAEYC, 
SEL is already in most early childhood programs along with critical race theory and is being pushed into early childhood education. The National Assessment of Educational Progress, commonly called the Nation's Report Card, is now testing for social-emotional characteristics in violation of federal law and privacy under the U.S. Constitution. SEL is a vehicle for critical race theory. Various provisions of Every Student Succeeds Act either encourage or they even require the inclusion of SEL in schools. All SEL programs include sexuality, they include gender, race, racism, class, and the nuclear family. Really, how to get rid of the nuclear family. SEL psychological manipulations maneuver students into accepting the racist narrative of critical race theory and Black Lives Matter. The Teachers Union NEA Global Learning Fellow and teacher Wendy Turner is quoted at their website as saying, SEL is the foundation, the heartbeat of the classroom. So logically, if you follow that thinking, critical race theory must be the foundation and the heartbeat of the classroom. The federal government is pushing SEL and critical race theory into public schools through the American Rescue Plan of 2021 that allocates more than $122 billion in grants for reopening in school and dealing with the loss of learning. The requirement is that the school must spend at least 20% on SEL and on free anti-racist therapy for white educators just to get the grant. Well, let's look at the SEL money tree. Follow the money. SEL has become a gargantuan business. For vendors, adding CRT programs means new sales. At the district and school levels, these programs are supported by a top-heavy staff with six-figure salaries. For investors, SEL is a golden goose. CASEL, which is an acronym C-A-S-E-L, one of the leading companies promoting SEL and critical race theory is funded by the usual left-wing billionaires, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, and Robert Wood Johnson. The company's website boasted, Castle is committed to advancing equity and excellence in education through social and emotional learning. Now, they have removed that statement from the website's homepage um, actually since I had penned this several months ago with the negative publicity with the uh, critical race theory code word equity that term you also no longer see on the homepage that's been taken down over the past few weeks but you will find it throughout the website under other things such as titles of webinars for instance SEL as a lever for equity and social justice so it appears that Castle is totally committed to advancing the Marxist ideology that's disguised as social and emotional learning. So here's a question that people are asking. Can parents opt out of SEL assignments? Opting out sounds simple enough, doesn't it? In reality, it's virtually impossible. The U.S. Department's handbook called Roadmap to Reopening Safely and Meeting All Students' Needs, and this is on page 11 that I'm quoting, explains that SEL is not taught 
only explicitly, but it is integrated as well very broadly within the learning process. And they go in and they quote this and they talk about how the teacher can integrate social and emotional skills, habits, and mindsets within the classroom lessons and activities. This means it can go on throughout the entire day in in various classes and in various um, ways that the, the child is learning. So let's wrap this up. Let's see where we're going with all of this. Conservatives claim they want limited government and personal freedoms, yet they continue to call for more laws to get rid of problems created by Democrats who seize power and control any way they can, regardless of the legalities and regardless of morality. Conservatives will go to court to right the wrongs of the radical left only to find out that they're going to lose because the judges are progressive socialists also. So it's a waste of money and time. As parents learn the truth about SEL and its ties to critical race theory, they assume that state bans, flip school boards, and opting out of SEL assignments are the solution. Yet none of this will stop SEL and critical race theory. As you can see from our dialogue today, social and emotional learning is already deeply entrenched in public education, including early childhood programs. With billions of dollars at stake, If social and emotional learning and critical race theory programs are dismantled, big business is not about to walk away from this cash cow of government education. So if parents want to take them on, this is going to be a long, long battle, a long war at which they're going to lose. There are other ways to win. The founding principles of our republic will be restored only by the grassroots taking control. People should continue to form local groups and to send in droves upon school board meetings to hold them accountable. And some of the ways that the parents are being very successful with are talking about the pornography that's in in books that are in the school library. Also, there are books in there about um, anti-parents. So they're trying to turn the children against the parents, again, to get them to adhere to government control. Here's another way that parents can really um, do a lot of uh, going forward for trying to make some changes. Freedom of Information Act request to get all kinds of information. These should just be filed in mass, just over everything that you can. But I would start initially with critical race theory and the and the books that are in the school library. And that's easy enough for parents to go in and demand to see the books that are in there. And then you begin to file these Freedom of Information Act requests. And by the way, they are state-specific also, so Google the name and then pull up your state, and you will find a format, kind of a a template for you to use in there, and then you have to be very specific with the kinds of information and that you can get some ideas and you want to be specific with the information also with the time span that that you're looking for. There's going to be a parallel society where conservatives will form their own organization, their own worship services, their own social media, their own banks, their own schools. Since the left wants to segregate whites and whites has nothing to do with color, it's anyone of any race creed, nationality, color, race, or sexual preference who embraces capitalism, free markets, limited government, and American traditional culture and values. 
that's what white means to the left. Then let's segregate from them and let's let them pay for the expensive entitlement programs. We'll talk more about how this can work and how it as we see it even working right now, we already see America beginning to come apart. So I'm going to be talking lots about this in upcoming podcasts. We have absolutely no lawful moral or religious duty to submit to a government when it violates our Constitution and seeks to seize our God-given rights. Small is better as we regroup and go back to the values and the traditions on which our nation was birthed. There's also a far easier, cheaper, and more effective way to educate children. Remove them from the satanic influences in government schools and provide them a free market education through homeschooling. Parents will be able then to instill their own worldviews and value in their children. I'm Carol Haynes. Thank you for joining me in this segment of the Haynes Report. And do tune in again because we're going to be talking about this lots more in upcoming sections.